quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm back and I have some lovely, lovely guests who are clients of mine who I am so excited to share with everybody. Um, Welcome to the show, Cass and Catherine Morrow. Please tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hi, thanks for having us on, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. We are Cass and Catherine Morrow. We are Morrow Marriage on social media. And the reason why that's important is because we help save some of the worst marriages out there, or at least level up the ones that think they're just great roommates. So we, yeah, we help men and women in their really toxic marriages. And of course, you know, marriage gets more difficult after having children that can add another layer of difficulty and chaos and can add trauma to the marriage. And so, yeah, we work with marriages. I also work with women who want to make money from home around their children. Because as you know, when you have children, I know for myself, I felt like I just gave birth to the, we have twins. The first ones are are twins, the two new loves of my life. And so the thought about having to go back to work and not be able to work from home killed me. So I teach women how to make a hundred thousand dollars or more while your children are sleeping so that you can stay home and have all of the loves of your life. So we really cover it all. You guys are doing it all. We love it. But, you know, we are so thankful for you. I know I'll speak for me, not for Catherine, but um, it was the next, we're never done learning, as you know. And, and uh, you know, so not just learning about the things we could do with marriage, but and it's like been a, a, a massive level up for us as parents. And of course, even bringing some of these lessons that you teach us back to the marriage and creating this virtuous cycle. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I like when we were working together, Cass, you often were like, wait, this is the stuff we teach in our marriage course. This is the stuff we teach to our own clients, but we never thought about applying it to our kids. And I think that is such an important aspect to parenting is that kids somehow in our society have been the relationship between the kid 
hasn't really been thought of as a relationship. It's really been thought, how do I manage my child's behaviors? Instead of thinking about children in relationship. Oh, I agree. I I loved that. It it was constant light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. You know, the very first one actually was, well, you got to let them feel like you're not allowed, or sorry, don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. I'm right here. You know, oh, nothing to be afraid of, you know, like, and we're already as adults, we don't even know how to share our feelings without puking our needs all over our, our spouse. And so that was the first light bulb with what you're talking about, the way that we just were all raised, examples we see. And yeah, it was light bulb after light bulb. Where were you at when we first started? Where did you, what were you guys struggling? Well, you know, I had been following you for about two years because my parenting journey for the first two years of parenting when my, when my twin girls were between zero and two was a dream. They were easy. I thought I was the best mom and I was very pregnant when my kids turned, my girls turned two and I started to see their little personalities come out. And so I was pregnant and sick and frustrated and exhausted. And my kids were starting to develop personalities and have feelings and tantrums. And that's when I found you on social media. And then I watched for about two years and shared you with my husband, which it was, it was a lot easier for me to swallow than it was for him. But slowly I started to get him on board and slowly, because it was very, very different from how he was raised, very different from how I was raised too, but there are definitely differences between the two of us. And so when we got to you, the girls are now four and our baby is two. And so things didn't, I thought things might get easier after the girls, you know, got through that two stage. No, it has gotten progressively more difficult, more challenging, more humbling. And I found myself becoming extremely dysregulated. And I could recognize that the way that my children were acting was a mirror of how I was acting, but somehow I couldn't stop myself. I knew that I was raising my voice. I knew there were some times that I yelled. I didn't yell a lot, but I did yell, but I raised my voice and I had a snarky tone way more often than I wanted to. And finally, when we hired you, it was because I spent a whole day with one of my daughters and she screamed at me at the end of the day, just scream, scream, scream. And I screamed back and I picked her up and I smacked her on the bum, which I had never done before. And I wouldn't even call it a spanking. I think emotionally it hurt her physically. It didn't, I just didn't hit her hard enough, but that's not the point. I, I, I lifted my yeah, hand. You were, you were proud. I was not proud. I smacked her on the bum. I, like I said, physically it didn't hurt her, but emotionally it definitely did. I put her in a room and I told her to stay there and I went back to the couch and I just Started cried. Crying. I cried yeah. and cried and cried probably for, it was hours. At I least, say. At least a couple yeah. And I'm, I, it sounds like an exaggeration, but I just could not believe that I allowed myself to get so triggered that number one, I screamed back, I picked her up, I physically removed her, I smacked her on the bum, and then I isolated her in her room. All things that I knew were not okay, but I was so out of control that I just burst into tears. And so my husband, knowing full well that I'd been following you and I'd been sending him reels and posts, and he said, I think it's time we hired Michelle. You've wanted to for a long time. I can see that you're struggling. I can see that this isn't who you want to be. So we hired you that day. Yeah. Get her to send you an invoice right now, I think. Yeah, can yeah. you come over yeah. right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right there. I'll just fly to Canada and we'll, yeah, we'll make it happen. Exactly. I don't think you're alone, Catherine. I think, thank you for sharing, first of all, your story. I know it's not easy. I've been in that same place where I've done and said things and I feel like I was a monster at times, screaming in my kid's face and getting so close. Same thing. I was, yeah, Esme was um, two and a half and I was pregnant and, and it, I couldn't take it. I was dysregulated, but I know you're not alone. And I thank you for sharing that. I think that it's what we know. That's all it is. It's what we know. And we saw dysregulation. And so we become that dysregulated person, even when we don't want to. 
and we don't know how to make the change because we don't understand. We really don't, I don't think understand the idea of connection in the parenting, you know, realm that it, it is a little bit ambiguous and that you really have to learn it. What do you think you learned over these the sessions? Oh my gosh, so many things. What one of the things that was really important for me was was solidifying what I learned in marriage stuff, which is we cannot make a good example out of the bad example that we've learned, but we were how we were raised. Here's why this is so important. So long like when I met Catherine, um, I realized right away I thought I was a great sorry, I did not realize right away. <laughs> I thought I was a great dad because I wasn't quote unquote abusive like my parents, but I didn't realize how I guess even terribly bad I was and even a little abusive with Castle, right? And then and then um further to to working with you, it was like, okay, you can't just replace not yelling with uh, sorry, yelling with not yelling. You actually have to learn what else you need to do, like connected. Like little Briar every day. Is it due to Briar time? Is it due to Briar time? Like every single day she wants to hang out. And it's like, okay, so this connection thing is working. You know, like she's she's not screaming at me all the time. She's literally wanting to hang out more. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Like you you've got to learn the things that replace the bad examples, not just not do the bad example. Yeah, I, mean? I think that's true too. And and it and it is one on one time, which I think is so important and beneficial for everybody. We need one on one time with our spouses, we need one on one time with our, our kids. But I do think there's more to it than just the one-on-one time. And I think there's like a deeper understanding of how do I connect with my kid in a bad moment, right? In the moment where I want to yell, what can I do instead in that moment? And I think those are the those are the huge takeaways and the big transformation I think I see in, in myself. Like and it's and, and to Catherine's point, it's it's self-regulation, right? Mm-hmm. It's really this idea of like how do I how do I find my self-regulation in the really hard moments? That regulation piece is huge. And I realized there's a few different things. One of the things was, you know, they're acting like assholes because I acted like an asshole. He acted like an asshole. Our kids aren't just acting like assholes for nothing. They're seeing it somewhere and they're picking it up. And, you know, when they're having their tantrums, it was really difficult to sit through. And in the beginning, we had 45 minute violent tantrums from our children. But the connection afterwards was, it was, it was obvious that that's what they needed. They needed to know that in their moment, feeling unsafe, they were safe with us. And then to add to that, one of the things that we have gotten really good at, actually, I just did it yesterday when we were leaving church. I just looked at him and Briar was throwing a fit and screaming. And I just looked at him and I said, I can't right now with her. I needed him to step in. And so we've gotten really good at letting the other person know. Sometimes we can see it and we can step in. I think that I'm really good at seeing when you're about to be dysregulated and and jump in. And he's really good if I... He, he tries to leave me a little bit more. I can I can be pushed a little bit further, but then when I'm at the edge, it's like I need help right now. SOS, yeah. So I just I just have to make that contact and say I, I need you to do this right now because I know that I in that moment there's nothing that I can do for myself aside from I need to unlock eyes with the screaming toddler and allow him to just step in. I know, like with going back to that, um, you know, regulation self. What what I found really helped with me was when you quote unquote forced us to go be in the room with them to let them have it. Right. When I did that with each of the girls, because Riddick has been easy. And let them have it means let them have the tantrum. Yeah, let them have the tantrum. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Sorry. <laughs> I got it. I figured it out. I, yeah. I know what really helped me was was reminding myself that they need this more than I do. You know, like they they need to get out what you were never allowed to get out. Yeah. Then like Catherine said, like the reward, like some of it was so hard. They'll be crawling up to the bottom of the door screaming for mom. 
mama, 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 mama. Like, and you feel like, I'm sure she felt it worse. Like, oh my gosh, they think I'm abandoning or whatever, but they don't. Like, they just felt so loved by me that they could just hold on after and just, yeah. It's really hard to explain because it's just, it's sort of something you just expect should happen with your kids, but it doesn't until you just surrender. And it sounds stupid because we're used to just taking control. But this, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just different, you know? Well, I think too, like a lot of people, I like how you characterize the mama, mama, mama part because a lot of kids will say that or they'll say, let me out, leave me alone. You're making it worse. Stop. And we get very confused in that moment. Like, oh wait, hold on. My kid is telling me to leave them alone. I should respect that because I need to respect my child's wishes. But in those moments, they're so dysregulated, right? Your child screaming mama, mama, mama isn't necessarily that she wants mama, but she wants out of this feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you just let her out and go to mom, maybe she could tamp that feeling down. She could, you know, push it back into her psyche and and then it will continue to wreak havoc. But what a beautiful thing that you guys did is allowed the big feelings to unravel, allowed them to come out of their psyche, basically. Um, Dr. Laura Markham says an emotional poop. You let your child take an emotional poop where you just like, it comes out and that's it. It's gone. And if you can be there for your kid during that moment, that's like one of the most connective things you can do. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's like it's such a reward. It's really hard to describe. Yeah. I think maybe because I also never experienced it ever besides with Catherine. So it's just now I'm getting with my children and you, you just know it's different. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you feel that deeper bond, I think. Like you feel like, oh, I went to war with this kid. I went to emotional war with this child and I was able to stay there. And they notice that. They really do. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. What differences do you see in the kids? Oh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. I think that still they, they know it's safe to have their tantrums. And so they do get their emotions out more now. It's just, it's coming out differently. 
Hmm. And it's easier for us now because we know that the tantrum will eventually end. So it's in the beginning when you're allowing the tantrum, you think, oh my goodness, this is never going to end. Because like I said, there were 45 minute tantrums and you know, we have places to be and things to do and it's bedtime and all these other things. But now, you know, I think that they are starting to be able to depend on us. And so they're just getting their emotions out. Are the tantrums still 45 minutes? No, 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 no. No, I would say like five or seven minutes at the most. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair estimate. Like, you know, the the big thing that I've really noticed is uh, going out to, let's say, lunch is still challenging. But overall, I think their behavior in public is smoother. Maybe smooth is a good word. It's not perfect, but it's that's, that's only if you're with me though. Oh. It's completely different when they're with me. <laughs> but I, you know, it's a bigger difference with me. I've just learned to just not care if they're screaming. Like if there's another mom there that is telling her kids to not scream and to be good or to whatever, I, I don't care. My kids are screaming and I'm letting them scream because, well, that's what I've learned works. Kids scream. Yeah. They yeah. scream and they're not supposed to be good and listen and be confined. And it's healthy for them to push the boundaries and Yes. We, have, we have three very strong, strong. kids and yeah. it's, they're just getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. We don't want to shut down their voice, the voice that they're going to need to defend themselves in the real world. I mean, I say that to people all the time. If you punish them, yell at them, shame them or whatever in your home, are you, you know, leaving them vulnerable to what will happen in the real world? Because they'll think like, I have to tamp down my, my, you know, my will in order to please the people around me. So you're yeah, giving I- them a voice. I, I really love focusing on that as a driving force through this process because like we're both type A and I think our children are like type A to Z, like they're <laughs> the strongest on the planet and they, but that's what I want. You know, we're leading people all over the world. I want them to lead people all over. The world. They're right. not going to be able to do that if we try to stifle them, hold them back to control. But in the process of doing that, it's been so interesting to see like I, every, everything's just easier. Again, not perfect. It's still a process, but everything's been easier overall. I still find that we struggle a little bit with, with them together, like their, their sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because they compete, especially for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But I also noticed the biggest differences in them is based on my reactions and responses and my end. They do respond to him, but they respond more heavily to, they reflect me more. They respond to me more. And so when I, they are better behaved and they're, things are smoother here when I am, when I'm better behaved. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's it, right? Yeah, my husband will say, what's going on? Why are they so, why, what, he likes to use the word nice. So in the mornings, because we have, we get them ready and they go to preschool and they're like, what's going on? Why is everybody acting so nice? And I said, because I'm not trying to get anybody out the door. I'm not making anybody brush their hair. I'm just, we have lots of time. So if we get up and we have two hours, it's really easy because nobody's, nobody's screaming. It's because I'm not like, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And I'm rushing them and I'm like ordering them around. They don't like that. It doesn't. No, nobody does. Nobody does. And it's not connection, right? If you're calm and you're mellow and you're having connect, you feel connected, they feel connected to you. Then it's like, of course, everything's easier. But why is this brain, you know, why is this not obvious to us when we have kids? Mm -hmm. Society has totally screwed us. They've said that everything you believe that you now believe is not true, which is weird. What about the tantrums? I just for for listeners to know, like, are you having as many tantrums? No, I don't think so at all. Well, do you know what? I wouldn't say no. We're not having as many tantrums, but we're getting more of their emotions, and so it doesn't always turn into a tantrum because we're handling their emotions more, and so they will still scream at us to get milk or water or you know because right. they just they don't have that impulse control and that that control to regulate how they're saying things. They just need milk right now, and so. Because we're responding differently, 
and we're not, you know, correcting them in those moments when they're, you know, we're coming to them lovingly, then it doesn't turn into a tantrum. If we would jump in with correction, mark my words, it would still be a tantrum. But that's, again, it's, it's a reflection of our behavior, not of theirs. So no, tantrums are less, tantrums are shorter. It's night and day with the way that they are acting with. And again, I can't emphasize more how much it's a reflection of the way that we've changed and the things that you've coached us to do to say, Vale, our spicy child is hugging us all the time, asking for hugs all the time, saying, I love you. She all the never time. wanted affection. Never. Like, ever. Not only with me, and she stopped when Riddick was born two years ago. She didn't stop completely, but she got very independent. And now it's multiple hugs. She says, I love you on her own accord multiple times per day. She's still very independent. If sometimes if you say, I love you, she'll say, okay, thanks. Or, you know, do you want to hug me? She'll say, no, thank you. Not right now. Well, you no. know? Okay, fair enough. One of my favorite things has been, I, I just find it kind of humorous because long before we, we, or I knew about you even, I'd be like, I don't get it. Like, if you want milk or water, just ask me, I'll get it. Why do you have to scream it? You know, I don't know if you remember me telling you that. And yeah, but now it's flipped. So even though they're going to have that reaction, even if it's just like a little simple tap them on the shoulder and show them the milk cup and, and like, oh, okay, thank you. And they kind of walk away. Like, well, yeah, you stop it right there. It's like, it yeah. takes two to have an argument, right? I, I, I posted about this recently. Like it takes two people to have an argument. And if you don't argue with your child who's dysregulated, it will stop. Mm-hmm. But that's such a simple thing that I don't think we, you know, cause we're, I think too, like we're in this idea, like we have to teach them lessons. We have to make sure they understand what manners are. And we want to do all of that right now in this dysregulated moment. And it just, it devolves into the situation that becomes unmanageable. And then we're screaming and yelling. Yeah. So good. I do say, you know, or would like to recommend to anybody that's, that's um, doing this. If kind of like anything you learn, you got to get out of your comfort zone. I feel like this is one of the most challenging. Like I like that, that um, I get to see your content all the time. I like that we talk things like that because it keeps me accountable because it's very easy to kind of slide back into the way we were programmed to parent from our, from our parents, you know, or the dysregulation or whatever. I love seeing yeah. you post like that. So that, that's one thing that I would say that like, don't stop posting. Like I need it. Don't stop. Okay. I <laughs> I'm definitely not going to stop posting. I love posting. Um, I think you're right though, too. I think I'll, I oftentimes I'll work with clients, you know, and we'll get in, in a good clip and things will be going good. And then maybe we, I don't see them for a little bit and I come back and they're like, everything's a mess. It's ruined. Nobody's doing anything. Everyone. And I, and I'll, you know, very lovingly try to say, well, what, what are you doing? Are you using connection? Are you doing the, t- are you using the tools? Are you leaning into what we talked about and inevitably they're like no but i don't think they say no because they don't want to do it or that you know they're just trying to you know take the easy way out i think you really forget because if you're living in a society that says all of the opposite things you just start to kind of drift down back to the bottom and you don't even know that you're there and so i think you're right you got to have a post you got to listen to the podcast you got to read the books you got to get a coach you got to take the course you have to do the work in order for the work to work Yes, I I couldn't agree more, and I I just wish more people would do it. You know, I know I say the same thing about my or our businesses, but like, oh, it's our legacy, man. Like our children, man, the, it's tough out there. I was talking to a guy today about you know all the shootings in the U.S. these days, two a day in some places. Like, man, these dysregulated kids who don't know how to control their emotions because they were, you know, it's just part of the just part and, of the problem. You know? Yeah, and there's one 
there's if you research, there's one link to all these kids that have school shooting that that commit school shootings. And um, the the one of the links that's not the only one, but one of the links is that they came from a harsh environment. And so that makes a lot of sense, right? They came from harsh environments. Either their parents were harsh, or they came from you know punitive schools, or both. Usually, all of it. Usually, these kids have been in trouble a lot and have have experienced a lot of punishments. And so it's just a testament to we could change the world. If we change our parenting, we absolutely yeah. can. If every kid experienced a connected home like your home and my home, then those kids obviously aren't going to grow up to be dysregulated people who need to take out their feelings on people around them. Yeah, I love that this came up because I just think it's so powerful. So much of what we do or should do should be for the legacy, the rest of the, like for their life, you know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, completely. You guys are amazing. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for, you know, following and and doing this work. And thank you for your kids. Your kids are going to thank you someday. Not now, but someday they're going to thank you for doing all this stuff. And thanks for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I just wanted to say thank you to you. It has been life-changing working with you. The difference that we can see in ourselves, the differences that we can see in our children and just the entire family unit as a whole, I know is going to be. And we started, we started young. I am so glad that we started when our kids were two and four, because it's going to make things, it's, I, I'm not naive enough to think anymore that it's going to continue to get easier. Like I did when the kids were two and I thought it was just a, a rough patch. I know it's going to continue <laughs> to get more difficult, but I'm so thankful to have learned these tools because the tools, it's not magic. It doesn't happen overnight. You do have to practice them. I have to stay very aware. I have to stay on top of my, even just as simple as my facial expressions and my body language and the way that I'm responding to them, all the simple stuff. But it will happen and it does get better. So if you practice it, it's amazing. It has been absolutely life-changing. I can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you guys. That's so sweet. Where can people find you if they want to work on their marriage? Uh, Moralmarriage.com. That's it. Simple, simple. Yeah, you guys are on Instagram and Facebook and everyone's on threads. And thank you, Cass, for getting me on the threads. Um, And uh, we'll put it in the show notes and we'll we'll link your website there. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining me. And thanks for everybody for listening to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'll see you guys next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.